Welcome to the Gregory Digout Podcast. All right. So yesterday I talk, told you about um, the blood, what the blood gives you. So we talked about the blood gives you approval, approval and acceptance, approval and acceptance. The blood gives you. So the first thing that the blood gives, all these gifts, approval, wherein is he, has he made us accepted in the beloved? You're not rejected. You are accepted in the beloved. And um, through his blood, Ephesians 1, 6, you're not rejected today. You are accepted by his blood. You are not disapproved of. You are approved. When Jesus came up out of the waters of baptism, he heard a voice out of heaven and God said, you are my dearly loved son. And in you, I am well pleased. Or in you, you bring me great joy. Literally, in the New Living Translation, you are my dearly loved son and you bring me great joy. What a amazing scripture. The first time we ever hear the voice of God is the voice, the voice of God speaking to Jesus. The first time we see in the Bible the voice of God speaking to Jesus, it's the voice of love and it's the voice of approval. And we're in Christ. If you're born again, we're in Christ and therefore, we, as he is, so are we in this world, so we get the same approval that he gets. Woo! That's the best, man. All right, so the blood gives us approval. The blood gives you access, 24-7 access to the throne of God's grace, to the holy of holies, to go to him on behalf of yourself or anyone in your life that has a need. The blood of Jesus gives us access. Hebrews 10.19 says, and we enter in to the holiest place. By the blood of Jesus, the holiest place, by the blood. We don't enter by thanksgiving, we enter with thanksgiving. We enter by or through the blood, but we bring our thanksgiving with us because we're so thankful that we get to enter by the blood. It's not our praise that gets us in God's presence. It's not our prayers that get us into God's presence. It's not our, um, our performance that gets us into God's presence. It's the blood of Jesus that gets us into God's presence. And then we learned that the blood gives us authority. The blood of Jesus gives you authority, Revelation 12, 11. Now, let me give you two more, and um, let me read you the scripture so that you, you understand how powerful this is. Revelation chapter one, verse five and six says, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Notice he says three things. He said to him that loved us, to him that washed us in his own blood, and to him that made us. So God feels something for you. That's love. God did something for you that's washed you in his own blood. And God made something of you, a king and a priest. Male or female, you're a king and a priest in Christ. So he, he feels something for you. What does he feel for you? Love. He did something for you. What did he do for you? He washed you of all your sins and he made something of you. What did he make you? He made us kings and priests in Christ by his precious blood. He didn't wash us first and then love us because he doesn't love 
what is washed. He doesn't love what is clean. He cleans what he loves. He loved us. He loved us first, and then he washed us. Got it? He didn't wash you and then say, okay, now that you're clean, now I'll love you. He said, man, I love you. As dirty as you are, I love you, and now I'm going to wash you. The father of the prodigal son did not wash his son down and spray him with the hose when he came back in return. He just hugged him, fell on his neck and hugged him, and kissed him over and over again. That's love. That's the father's love for you. So the blood gives us, um, the third thing I want to say to you is the blood gives us the anointing. The, the blood of Jesus gives you the anointing. Leviticus chapter 8. Let me just read this scripture to you real quick. Leviticus, I'll just look it up, 8 verse 30. It says, um, next Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood from the altar and sprinkled it. It says, he took some of the anointing oil and the blood and the blood that was on the altar and sprinkled it upon Aaron and his garments and anointed Aaron as a priest with blood. He anointed him with oil and with blood. Guess what? You are anointed because of the blood of Jesus. Now, what is the anointing? The anointing, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, the anointing removes burdens and destroys yokes. So you have the anointing. The blood gives you the anointing. The blood of Jesus breaks every yoke, destroys every yokes, destroys every yoke, removes every burden. It is what we call the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God. The anointing is the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God. And we are anointed because of the blood of Jesus. Got me? Woo! So whatever's burdening you today, whatever's trying to attach, it, attach itself to you, whether it's an addiction, whether it's a habit, whether it's um, the burden of the cares of this virus, the cares, the worries of your finances, that burden has to be broken today. That burden and that yoke is destroyed because of the anointing. In fact, right now, I want you to say this. Say in the name of Jesus. Just say this out loud. Say in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has anointed me to remove burdens and destroys yokes. I have the anointing through the blood of Jesus and everything that is attached itself to me Every addiction, every sin, every habit, every bondage is broken off of my life today by the blood of Jesus. Every yoke is destroyed and every burden of worry, every burden, say this, every burden of worry, every burden of financial pressure, every burden of stress, every burden of anxiety is removed from off of my shoulders by the blood of Jesus. Amen. That's what the blood of Jesus can do. And um, my fifth thing that uh, the blood gives, gives you is, listen to this now, the blood of Jesus gives you your assignment. So the blood of Jesus gives you approval and acceptance. The blood of Jesus gives you access. The blood of Jesus gives you authority. The blood of Jesus gives you the anointing. And the blood of Jesus gives you your assignment. Well, this is a powerful one. It's in um, Ephesians 1.4. 
where it says we were called by God before the foundation of the world. Now, the reason why we have a God-given assignment that was given to us before the foundation of the world is because Jesus' blood was shed before the foundation of the world. In Revelation chapter 13, verse 8, it says the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. The lamb was slain before man screwed up, before Adam and Eve screwed it all up. The lamb was already slain. Before Adam and Eve wrecked everything with sin, God already had a plan. God already had the lamb slain from before the foundation of the world. It just manifested 2,000 years ago, but in the heart of God, the lamb was slain before we ever needed it, before we ever needed his blood to be slain. Before the lamb needed to be slain, he was already slain. You understand? It already happened in the heart of God and in the mind of, of God. And God already knew. And listen, God knows what you need for your assignment. He, know, he knew Adam and Eve were going to need the blood. He knew that you and I were going to need the blood. He knew that you and I were going to need to be restored to God through Jesus. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way. He's the only way to the Father. He's the only way to the Father because he removes the sin that separated us. So you were called into your God-given assignment before the foundation of the world. And because the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world, nothing can separate you from his love and nothing can separate you from his calling since it was sealed in blood. Listen, it's so important you get this, that your mistakes, your screw-ups, my mistakes, my screw-ups, none of them, none of them disqualify you from your calling. None of them. You know why? Because you were called into an assignment before the foundation of the world, God has an assignment for you, calling in your life. It may not be a full-time ministry calling, but it is a calling in your life, a, call, a calling to fulfill God's purpose, God's dreams, God's destiny for your life. And God called you to this amazing journey and this amazing destiny. And he knew all the mistakes Adam and Eve, he knew Adam and Eve was gonna, were going to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He gave Adam and Eve free will. That's the greatest gift he gave them was the, was the power to choose, to make a choice. Choose this day, right? Joshua said, choose this day who, who you will serve. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We choose. Choose blessing or choose cursing. Choose prosperity or choose adversity. God's given us the power of choice. That's what I mean when I talk about the sovereignty of God, that God in his sovereignty gave you sovereignty over your choices. In his sovereignty, he chose to give you a piece of his sovereignty over your decisions, over your choices, over the seeds you sow, over the words you speak, over the way you treat people. Those are, that is your, that is your God-given right and your God-given power and authority. So whatever mistakes you made, that you think disqualify you, they don't. They don't. Whatever you think you did that disqualified you, it doesn't disqualify you. 
whatever you, whatever failures you have in your life, like God didn't know that that was going to happen. He knew, but he gave you the choice to do it. And he gives you the choice to receive Jesus as the one who forgives and heals and delivers you. Nothing that you've done, you know, think about it. There's nothing you can do to qualify yourself for God's purpose and calling in your life. Therefore, there's nothing you can do to disqualify yourself. Now, I know people will argue with that. and People are always looking for the, the bad side of Scripture. They're always looking for the, like the, 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 the reflex of Scripture that's going to smack you. And it's just not there when you read it in context. When you read the Bible in context, you do not find God um, taking back anything that he gives you. For the gifts and callings of God in Romans eleven twenty nine, are without repentance. God gives you these gifts through his blood. He would have to undo what he did on the cross for you to lose your salvation, for you to lose your calling, for you to lose your, your God-given purpose. He'd have to undo what Jesus did on the cross and God's not undoing it. He is not undoing it. That's impossible. It is done. It is finished. Finito. Hey, come on, Italians and out there. <laughs> um, we love Italy and we pray for those guys and we pray for New Yorkers and we pray for America and we pray for your country. We pray for all the nations and all the people that are represented here watching and joining us online. I pray that you would just be set free, that you would experience the freedom from your burdens today, that you would experience freedom from the destruction, the destruction of those yokes that are attaching themselves to you. I break the power of addictions in your life. I break the power of condemnation over your life. I declare that that burden by the blood of Jesus, that burden of condemnation is removed, that burden of guilt is removed, that burden of shame is removed, the yoke of addiction is destroyed. The yoke of fear is destroyed. The yoke of anxiety is destroyed by the blood of the precious, worthy Lamb of God. He is worthy of all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. Lord, heal the nations. Heal our country from the political divisions Heal our country from racism. Heal our country, Lord, from domestic violence. Heal our country from all violence. Heal Chicago. Heal Atlanta. Heal Los Angeles. Heal these, these cities of New York and these population centers of where there's so much killing and crime. We just thank you for the healing of all of the divisions and all the destruction of families. And we pray for healing and restoration. We bind the spirits of violence that would try to abuse our loved ones, our families, our friends, our church members, our partners. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, love you guys. Don't forget to tune in tonight, 7 p.m.
for our Wednesday evening Bible study. And um, I'm actually going to be preaching in two different places today at the same time. You're going you're gonna to love it. You'll see. It's going to be a lot of fun. God bless. Love you guys.